Welcome to That's Absurd Podcast. Your source for everything hip-hop, pop culture, sports, and more. Tune in, subscribe, enjoy. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of That's Absurd Podcast. I go by the name of Juno, a.k.a. Melvo. It's your boy, GMAP. And we are back for another week of the absurdities and bullshit. Y'all already know what time it is. OG Nate P, what you been up to, man? Uh, just been chilling, chilling, doing stuff around the crib. Um, I finally was able to um, close out on this offer up deal. You know that dude I had to sit and get different offers for? <laughs> you talking about the for the rack? Yeah. He gave in? Yeah, once he got a couple of demands, you know, I kept having different people put in different offers and he kept, you know, not backing down, backing down. I ended up lowering for a lower price, but I got a couple of stuff from I got a a rack, um, some floor mats, some see, you got a couple stuff. So, come to find out, he was going through a divorce or something like that. It's kind of crazy, you know. It's a good you should have <laughs> got the whole Tesla off of that nigga. He already sold it. I think he already traded in. He traded in. He got like a Jeep or something. Okay. What you yeah. got off of him? The rack and floor mats. The racks, floor mats, um, um some sliding trays that go underneath the seats as well. And some backseat protectors as well. And the match for the front and the trunk. How much you end up getting it for? I believe he charged 400 for everything. Okay. Yeah, so it wasn't too bad. I know he was upset. Yeah, man. I kept trying to sell that rack for like $500, though. And it cost $525. I'm like, man, you're going to get the hell out of here. Nigga wasn't yeah. budging. Yeah, man. So you know how to go ahead and show what the market looked like. I had six or seven people put in those offers at my value or lower. And then come back and revisit them in about a week, bro. <laughs> Bring them down a notch, man. But I think he had it on there for almost like a month, two months, or something like that. So it wasn't budget anyways. But I hate when folks have stuff on offer up and you put in the offer and they just say no. Just send a counter, bro. That's what the offer up goes for. Or else have it where you have no, you know what I'm saying? Nah, when a nigga lowball you on offer up, I just be like, nah. Alvin said, I don't re- I don't respond. I just be like, no. Why? I don't get Cuz bro, it's a when motherfuckers be lowballing you like lowballing the shit out of you, bro. <laughs> Cuz you know, I don't sell nothing. I don't sell nothing under than half of the value of retail, right? You said at half the value or? Yeah, at half the value. So if something retails for 200, I'll put it up for 100. But you won't get it go for 75. Motherfuckers will hit you up and ask you for 50. That's why. That makes it a great deal. That's why people people put their prices so damn high. I already put my prices at the bottom. I feel like half is, okay, half I feel is the minimum. That's that's my starting point. I don't want to hear no 20% off, bro. You're not a realtor. Half is the break even. I'll come in at half. Good. Anything else is a bonus. Like, yeah, but if I have my if I have my price at half of retail, and you come yeah. offer me half of that, nigga, that's seventy five percent off of retail. Yeah, then you can counter and say, nah, no can do. But just saying no, like, come on, man, you gotta play ball. Nah, I I tell motherfuckers no all the time, bro. <laughs> motherfuckers be disrespectful, bro. You never when you get a good deal. Offer up is real like that. And I'm not selling no produce, bro. I'm yeah, not yeah, selling yeah. produce, so the shit ain't gonna go bad. It is. It, I'll let that <laughs> shit sit here. 
Wow, crazy. What else? Um, what you been up to now? Um, me, man, I just been gearing up, getting ready to go um, to this funeral I got this weekend for my nephew. Oh, yeah, you did that? Um, I went to a funeral yesterday for uh, one of... Uh, for our friends, um, one of my bridesmaids' mom passed away, so we went to her funeral yesterday. Um, what else? That had me exhausted because you know we we the friends of the family, so we we helped set up the whole repast and all that shit. That shit had me exhausted that whole day. Okay. Um, other than that, bro, it's it's been staying at home, taking care of the jit, man. The life, the life, the adulting, man. Don't hunt. Well, that ain't too bad. That's what, that's what that sucks. You said what? I said that's the only thing that sucks is you have to spend the whole weekend when you have to do something like that. Yeah, man. And I'm supposed to shoot out at Palm Beach maybe either Thursday night or Friday morning. I don't know yet. If I leave Friday morning, it's going to be like very early in the morning. Because I know they're going to have some work for me to do, so. And uh, are you coming back the same day? I might come back Sunday night, Sunday morning. Yeah, early Sunday. I hate leaving and going down on Sunday. I don't mind sometimes, it. Sometimes I don't mind it if I leave. If I if I if I leave Orlando like early in the morning, like seven o'clock, I don't mind yeah. driving back down at eight o'clock at night and coming back home. I like sleeping in my bed, bro. I guess so. I guess, yeah, if I get back early enough, I hate when I leave and then I'm coming back in like at midnight, one o'clock. I hate being behind the wheel that late and going to a destination that's far. Dog. Well, you know, the um, the car self-drives, so they ain't got a problem <laughs> with that no more. I, I just can't rest easy uh, without, without, me, without me going there. It's just a long journey. Uh, technology done got me to the point where it don't matter what time I leave. I just I just make sure I put that bitch on self-drive. And I know I'm going to get there safely. <laughs> do you? Here's what I think about self-drive. Does that mean you start to bring the car in every time for um, um, alignment? Well, you know, these cars are... These cars are like 2001, so... Alignments are not usually till like five years after the car is must name anyway. So I have Isn't that attack. far out? You sure? Nigga, you when's know, when's the last time you ever got an alignment on a car, bro? I just be letting them shits go bad sometimes. I don't even think really, really fucked up, but they still do, yeah, they still have them. I, I don't even think newer cars need alignments, bro. They definitely do. They just wear if you want it, some people just ride out their car and just don't problem them, but you gotta imagine without alignment, you can just let go of the steering wheel, it doesn't burn, you know what I'm saying? And ride straight. I don't know without if that's alignment. I don't know if that's the case for these new cars, bro. It's gotta be, bro. Because there's no um because remember the there's no I don't think it's the same setup where it used to be like a bar and shit. It's a it's different, bro. These cars are different, bro. I don't think you have to do alignment on these cars, bro. I'll look it up. Oh no, I gotta maybe, maybe it's not. Yeah, niggas. I know they need tire rotations. I saw my guys like, yeah, yeah, they still need tire rotations. Yeah, tires, of course. 
Tyler's I thought a- the battery pack was heavy. Like, nah, one part's a little bit he- heavier. So it, you will have to switch from front to back. Yeah, tire rotation, yeah, of course. But um, as far as alignments, I don't know if these newer cars need alignments, bro. Especially these electric cars. I don't think that's a. I don't think that's the case, bro. But we'll see in a couple of years if if our cars need alignments. I'm looking online. Some people say they don't think so. Yeah, bro. I don't think these... they said if you hit like a bad pothole and it fucks it up, then you might take it. But you think it's a dealership? But for the most part, I guess not. It's kind of odd. Nah, nigga. You you finally. You finally getting a you finally getting a decent car, Nate. You you know you haven't <laughs> had a decent good. car in a long fucking time. You always <laughs> been riding in a bucket. Not true. Uh, my last car was just fine. The Lincoln MKS was on point. Nigga, that shit was in the shop every six months for the same thing. Yeah, like, that's not uh, just fine, nigga. But it was it had an issue like not every six months, like every year or so. It was the the the. The the moonroof I kept leaking in, inside, but that was something happened with that model. I don't know. I had to give up on that shit, man. Anyways, we um get to get into some of these absurdities. Do we yes. have anything else? It's been a slow week, right? I mean, I mean we, we Well, uh, you got uh let's jump into uh a voicemail real quick, you know. We have right. uh, we have a couple of voicemails this week. I'll, I'll play the first one. Let me know if you can hear it well. Yo, what's uh, good? That's what's good. It's your boy, Gray, man. Happy to, you know, I'm glad you're keeping it, uh, you're holding it down. And uh, you're doing a great job doing that. And uh, I got a few topics, you know, I want to uh, take on. So uh, first one is uh, politics. Yeah, as far as we go for taxes, I think taxes are unnecessary. And I understand, you know, the government may try to, like, uh, keep uh, the money circulating to maintain its value. Uh, but, you know, we, we could do that on our own. We don't need the government to do that. All they need to do is just, you know, like, issue the money, which they're already doing anyway. And almost half of the money that, you know, like, ever been created were printed were printed just in, you know, like, uh, the last year during the pandemic. And they only took, like, what, a day decision to make that happen? So... Yeah, taxes are very unnecessary. And imagine, you know, how much more you could have done if you weren't being taxed. And the uh, second, second topic, you know, is the, uh, yeah, the social media fuckery. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of BS, you know. Most is just saying anything, you know, just to get attention, likes, and views, whether, you know, it makes sense or not. You know, yeah, they really don't have, like, you know, any, any, any base or anything to stand on, you know, there. On their comments or their words, whatever. Uh, third, it's the, uh, black female therapist. And I heard, like, you know, she, uh, lost her job, you know, uh, bashing, um, black men. But you notice, uh, you know, like, uh, I mean, this is, this is not new. Like, uh, we've been having, like, you know, black women bashing black men for, like, how long now? Like, it's been, I don't know, over, like, what, 40, 50 years? From, you know, like, <laughs> movies, televisions, TV shows from Ricky Lake in the, in the uh, what, early 2000 or late 90s. You have uh, Jerry Springer and even Jerry Springer body, bodyguard, Steve Wilkos. You know, he saw how, how uh, lucrative it is. You know, he even got on it. 
and me and Mari and you know like uh whenever the men comes out, you know, like uh when there's like a a baby pinned on them, you know, everyone boos them. But after, you know, like the result comes out, you know, like two, three, four, five, six, seven guys later, you know, and no one looks at the woman and you know, think, you know what, damn, maybe like you fucking up, you know, maybe you need to, you know, like be more uh be more careful. So that's that. And uh, third, well, fourth, <clears throat> it's the uh, passport bros. Uh, with that, you know, I understand it, and that also uh, plays into some of the reason wh- why they're doing what they're doing, going overseas. I mean, going overseas, like, you know, to get women is nothing new. He was talking to he was talking to a little too long, so the voicemail cut him off. But then he called back, and here's the second part. Hey, it's me again. I guess you know, like the uh, recording couldn't hold you know so much. I had to do a so much women bashing. But yeah, on my fourth topic, uh, <laughs> yeah, with the passport bros, you know, I understand what they're doing and why they're doing what they're doing, and uh, it also plays you know like from the uh, from number three, like you know, like how like. You know, black man has been getting bashed. You know, everywhere you go, you look at, you know, you look at, you look down as less than, you know, every, every bad is really depend on you. You know, you're, you're like the face of every, every bad, every, everything that's bad, you know, it's almost like they make you the face of it. And I see why, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the last, you know, like Google people, like, you know, uh, you expect, you know, to really like look at you, look down at you, you know, is, you know, the woman that, you know, that that shares you know your same you know complexion, and you know it's 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 a lot that goes into it. It's you know attitude, and you got the uh, BBL. You got like a lot of women that are overweight. You know you have uh, the um, like uh, women with kids, and you have the way uh, even the U.S. Uh, social system how you, do, you know they're trying to turn men out. You know like it's almost like they're trying to really just like a uh, make men suffer where like men can't voice their opinion can't say nothing but at the same time trying to push them to you know like be uh gay even though they don't want to whoa and it you know it doesn't work both ways you know like a uh, woman goes overseas and it, it won't uh it won't bring out the same results but you know as a man you know like you uh took on that position to be in control you everything falls on your shoulder you're responsible for damn near everything you know, you see it. That's why, you know, we get blamed for everything. And there's no, no sympathy for us. So, I mean, from what I, from what I heard, like, you know, they're going out there, you know, they, uh, yeah, you know, the women are more like, uh, I guess, submissive, I guess, you know, like more easier to talk to. So, like, it really, like, uh, it really, uh, what do you call it, uh, Break the uh, conversation about you know having to have game, having to have so much money more than you know like a hundred making a hundred thousand dollars a year. Hell, you know you hear people saying you know that's not even enough now. In in some places it it really it really ain't enough. New York City, L.A. and Seattle, Miami, like a hundred thousand really doesn't really doesn't really mean a hundred thousand. You know and you know but you know as a man like you know it's no it's no uh it's no excuses you know you still have to attain to that so i understand i understand where they're coming from i mean if that's what if, if, that, if that's what works for them i mean hey that's what works for them but you know that's my take on it so you know uh let me know what y'all think 
Yeah, I'm still not with the passport, bros. Like, there's there's plenty of. You just gotta I break mean, it. You just gotta Andrew Tate bitch in America. I mean, it's not you gotta Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate when girls worldwide. You said what? Um, Andrew Tate is worldwide. It is you know what I'm saying. Andrew Tate was a a multi millionaire boxer. Had um um had women over there, and then after that, he ended up having like an online girl call girl service. One girl tried to claim he was abusing or something like that. They went in there, said there was no issue, and so he don't end up having to go through that again. He went to another country that it's more the rules are, I guess, a bit more fair. It's not just hearsay. He does his business out of there. It's not someone can just go and accuse you, but I have an evidence for this call service. So that's why people try to say, oh, he's a rape. You're like. So he had no rape charge or anything. He had a cam girl operation. That's how he got, come to find that's how he ended up making a lot of his money. He had like five or 10 women, you know, running the cam, his girlfriend's little cam girl operation and built that up until one point he had like 75 women. This is before the shit got popping. So this man got rich a bunch of different ways. You get, what else you got I'm from Gray's voicemail? I think a Gray uh, could just call in the fucking pod. He ain't, he ain't got to leave no voicemail. What's wrong with your boy? Gray attacked a lot with his woman hating. Um, let's see. Let's start with the last one. It was the one saying, the, yeah, the, the passport bros. Um, I don't mind passport bros. That's what men supposed to do. Men go anywhere to get them a wife. If, you, if they ain't wife material in the States, go get them across seas. It's a problem. It, uh, it's the great equalizer. If women out here are, are all want a guy earning 100K, so that's like... One percent of the guys that are out there, these women might be doing well since they don't date down. That makes the Kevin Samuels thing even more right because he's like y'all battling for the same group of guys because there's very there's very few of those guys. There's, there's, we're not gonna say like these women are making a hundred k, but they want a guy that makes hundred. Yeah, but you're saying they- okay, so that's what I'm saying. So the options are less. And guys that are, don't make 100K, these women are out earning these guys. They're making as much as them or what's name. They're out earning their peers. So if they don't want to look down or they don't look bad. What do you want the guy to do? Just sit there and, and not get him a wife or anything? Both people got to do what they got to do what's best for them. If the women can bag them another greater catch, good for you. This guy need to go ahead and find him a wife from another third world country and keep things the same. Let it go. That's how to, it's a free market out there. That's the thing. But once you, once you import your chick, the American culture is gonna take over her. The nah, American not, um, nigga, American culture is undefeated. No, not true. You too, what you're not getting is even white guys were importing their wives for a long time. It still happens. It happens a lot of these white guys marry Asian women or they go get a, a Slovakian Russian broad, just like Trump. It happens all the time. The guys that are in control, when you see them marrying a foreign model, it happens all the time. The part of the, the 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 middle class, the regular folks always dealt with the middle. The richest is always gone cross country. It don't matter where he likes him at. The fucking prince in 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 in, in England. What he went he went and got him a, a, a black a, a, an American girl. You know what I'm saying? Because the world's your oyster when you're rich. You don't have to settle for some right back home. I mean, it don't always work like that for the women aspect. Because I mean, if if the women want to do that to earn her, that's gonna earn her. Sure, she can probably go across. But the guys across when the things are in their favor, it might be a bit different. I'm saying if he's making bread, that don't mean that to him. All it did, all the money did is make the women have the, a lot of the same options as some of these 
upperclassmen have. That's less what, options, I'd say. Less options, yeah, less options. Yeah, I don't know if women having bread is going to give them the same options that men get with bread. No, no, it don't. It gives them a different sense of freedom, sure. It gives you that. That's a given. But it's not giving you the same thing as far as the sexual marketplace. I mean, and it's a shame because both sexes need each other. Like I said, men tend to live longer if they're married and everything else. And, um, you know, like women would be like that as well. You know, the happiest folks, but you know how it goes. What else you put from the voicemail? Uh, what else do we have? Gray. So we have the gray women bashing. We have the the. Um, he said, "Oh, the the black female therapist that got fired." Um, not bro, sure. that I, she's been dropping like videos left and right. I'm like, this bitch, this bitch needs help. She about the capital. I mean, this is why I told y'all the whole mental health thing is a big, a big farce, a big fraud. The therapy aspect of it is a big fraud. Because if that, you. if she's a therapist and she can't. Like she, you can tell she needs therapists, bro. Just by looking at her, she looks like she's crazy. I've I've had the an enlightenment. I realize all therapy is doing is giving you the a okay to walk away from something. Yeah, something's going on with your audio, bro. Your shit is like glitching and shit. Do you see all that glitching on your side? I, it stopped. It should be well. Nope, nigga, that shit is still going on. Am I? Am are you hearing me clear though? I hear you, but every time it glitches and shit, I can hear like the, the glitching. Fucking, I'm on the wrong fucking Wi-Fi. That's why, bro. Let me see. You think if I switch, it's gonna drop us? Yeah, don't switch. <laughs> you, you're not hardwired in, bro. No, I'm in the Wi-Fi, um, and my I forgot I, I switched over. We'll, um, de- we'll deal with it. What was I saying now? Yeah. yeah, so I feel like all it does is give you a permission to step away from stuff. So like they say, your mom treats you bad. You don't got to deal with that. It's good. To, it's okay to cut her off. Your friends treat you bad. You ain't got to deal with that. It's okay to cut off. Life is too hard. You ain't got to deal with that. It's okay to cut off. Things ain't going right. It's that's all it do is give you permission to cut things off and tell you you don't really have to deal with anything. You know it's toxic energy. Cut it off. It's a position that you have to be in at complete pressure. It's gonna make you have no, no evasiveness, no hardness in your life. Not everything's worth the cut off. Some people might be hard to deal with, but you have to deal with them. It might be family. It's just it might be ten minutes every. Thanksgiving, but should you be like just because they piss you off? Like oh, for my mental health, I could cut them off. Why? Speaking of mental health, did you um did you hear the which which artist is canceling tours because of mental health? Russ. Was it Russ? Russ, yeah. <laughs> and Lil Lil Pump came out and said, "Stop being a little bitch." Yeah, man, niggas. I I, I agreed with Lil Pump a hundred percent. Listen, man. I was with it. I was like, yeah, bruh. Nigga, you got a tour, nigga. Fulfill that shit. Stop being a. Yeah, you 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 out here talking about you you work for your dreams. You're in a position in your life. You want to make a billion dollars. 
You're out here living the dreams of a dream of a dream, and you're out here talking about mental health. You got to back out. I don't want to seem selfish, but I'm just telling you what we're trading off from here. Everyone use the mental health as a cop-out. I feel like some of these stuff, you just got to suck it up and walk through it. Yeah, bro, because niggas, niggas like you, like, you, you've been walk, you been toughing it out this hairline for a long time, and, <laughs> and you ain't using no mental health. My hairline is just fine, though. My hairline, there's nothing wrong with my hairline. I already told you, I'm waiting for y'all guys to go bald, and that's when I'm really going to go my hair back up. You ain't waiting on me. You know, no, the genetics is good. It's coming to get, oh, yeah, I'm not doing that once in bald, so I'll be coming out here. You know, new time I'll end up reversing on y'all. Be out here, the old dude, the fro up. What else yeah. we got from Grace to, uh, Grace voicemail? Great talking about no taxes. Great, great trying to scam. Yeah, lastly, great talking about no taxes. I'm like, I mean, I mean, it, what he's saying makes sense, but it ain't gonna fly over here in America. You know what I'm saying? We pay taxes over here. It ain't gonna and, fly nowhere, bro. That I only mean, flies in third world countries. Uh, not necessarily. There's places that don't pay taxes. Where? You, to, um, you don't. You're not paying taxes over there in um, Saudi. Saudi Arabia. How should it get done? They have all that money from oil. And you pay like a one-time tax whenever you buy something, but there's not no annual taxes. The annual tax shit is a fucking fraud, though. I mean, you own a property. Do you really own No, there's certain things you shouldn't pay taxes on, like owning a vehicle. You got to pay a tax every year with registration and all that shit. Because, like, I um, I have a car that we don't drive. Yeah, you still gotta pay for it. Yeah, and they like they threaten to cancel your license if you don't have it registered and shit like that. I'm like, bruh, the car we don't fucking drive because we don't need the car. Yeah, it's just sitting in the driveway. If you don't register your license, they'll tell you to bring them back in the license plate because the car they don't want the car being driven. Ain't that some bullshit? Yeah, it is. It's a fucking scam. So, so I'm reason. paying insurance on a car that hasn't moved in like six months. <laughs> Shit is ridiculous. Oh, man. He's right on that, but that, that is, that is man, before he talks all that um, Samuel Jackson talk. Not Samuel, no, before he ends up like, um, uh, what's his name, though? I was it that played Blade? Uh, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes, though. Great bit of chill. You know, we we gonna pay what they we gonna pay what tax to us. <laughs> um, what else do we have? So we're that, that's it for cover for Gray's, right? You know everything else. Yeah, where, sure where is Gray, bro? Where is Gray? Gray's working out in the streets. What state is he in? Um, I need to call that nigga. Portland, he's like three hours behind us, or ahead of us, or something. So that's why the area. That's why it's behind us. Ahead. Everything is behind us. We're in Florida. Okay. I didn't know the how the ge- ge- the geographics of the timing works. Yeah, we're ahead of everybody in America, at least. Okay. Um, and then what do we have? I think that's it for Gray. We can get in some of these absurdities if we have any. It's been a light week, I feel. It is, it is, but we've been gone for a minute. But, um, last thing, I guess we could start with politics since it's super short. You got your boy Joe Biden, uh, comes out with this, um, 
student loan forgiveness shit and some people are happy some people are highly upset what what what's your take on it um i'm not no hater even though i should become a hater because that's that seems to be it seems that net america's natural state is hating this you know the way i see motherfuckers are getting mad how people got bailouts either through the ppp or people get kickbacks for having their kids anyone that didn't get a benefit they complained and now here's another thing this is the first one that they have that I ain't got a benefit from, but I'm like, it's cool. Don't bother me. Let the people get their things paid off. But that's what I don't understand, bro. Why is people, what what would make you mad about this? That's what I'm saying. But were some people mad that they didn't have kids? That that just seems, every time I see people bitch about the online, it's because you're always going to have a group left out. But when I was eating before in school and I don't eat this, go around, I don't have a problem. Pay them debts all. I'm mad that he only did 10000 That's the thing. Like, if it, it's really not affecting you at all because it's not like all. they're going to increase your taxes. It's not like they're going to do it. It's not like you're going to have to write a check for other people that didn't pay their student loans. What the fuck are you mad about? Exactly. You know, it's just haterness, you know, man. That's just the way America set up. It's it's set up pretty great, you know, make us pay taxes and hate on each other. <laughs> hate on each other so we can't really... We can't really spot, keep our eyes on the big guy. Though. We're too busy hating on one another. Because there's no reason why I would be mad that they decide to use tax money to do something like this when they're going to they, they're, they're gonna they spend tax the tax money anyway. Exactly. The tax money has to be spent. I don't give a fuck where it's spent. As long as they, they don't like change the fucking tax brackets and change exactly. the rate and they shit. They're like, we benefited from it anyways. They're going to spend it anyways. Why not let it help some local Americans? Uh, help, some, help some regular folks around here. The amount of outrage that. that they have for this uh, lo- uh, student loan forgiveness, you should be outraged about fucking Biden sending billions of billions of dollars to the fucking Ukraine, and we don't fucking benefit from that at all as in Americans. Nobody benefits from that as Americans. Like, let Russia take over that shit. What, 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 how is that gonna fuck us up? Exactly. But motherfuckers is mad about this shit. Like, some people, bro, I just don't get it. Yeah, um, you know what they're gonna do. But they, I don't even know if he has the, the legal capacity to even do it. So, it's all it's all talk right now. We'll see when it, when it actually when I see a ten thousand dollar decrease from my student loans. Um, I applied for it when Trump did it because back in the days I remember Trump did it when like you know like one of those fucked up schools and I had already paid off my loan, but I guess the window's still showing, and I applied for it. It's pending, so maybe this will be refunding some of that. Hopefully, I'll be able to get that nine bands back I paid off. Nah, nigga, you ain't gonna get that money. If I don't, I don't. If I do, it's even better. You're here. If I do, if you do, I'm gonna have to report that shit. What are you reporting? I'm gonna report that money. this nigga don't have no student loan. He already paid it off. He don't need They're no fucking money. Long as the check oh. don't come to you, I'm not. Re- I'm reporting. Matter of fact, there's a way to get. I see it online. There's a way to get your paid back if you paid it back. If you paid it back within a year or so, you can request a refund. And they go back and add the debts back on your block and refund the money back to the way they got it. And then you end up applying for the loan. So I don't know how far they go back, but, you know, I don't mind doing a little swap out. You know, I need that. Yeah. I would rather I don't have to go back in again to just let me get that nine back. But if that's the requirements and they tell me you can get the refund, I'm going to apply for that refund. 
They put the nine Bs back on my debt. I make Biden come through. Yeah, not like that. But it it's not sense. like they're gonna send you a check. They're not sending you the check. The 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 finance the for the student you loan the school, yeah. You think the school will send you back a check? Yeah, when you do the refund, when you ask for them to cancel it. Oh, okay. Uh, that Man, works. I'm not sure that is. If that works, a win's a win. That's how you gotta look at these legislations. Try to get what you can from it. You know, I can't be mad at how they get nothing. You know what I'm saying? What I give a damn for? It's like when we get mad that Trump paid the seventy-five dollars or seven hundred dollars in taxes. They're like, look, what am I gonna do? Uh, what else do we have? I don't think we got nothing else in politics other than the whole Trump Marlago shit that's been dragging out forever. Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, we don't know. I mean, you know, that that right there, I, I don't think that's going to come from it. I see um, Judge Joe Brown online talking about um, he don't see any crime, but, you know, he, he's been completely seduced by the other side, so I can't really take his word for it. He is the judge. Yeah, but yeah, that did again, he is a judge, right? <laughs> but for him to be a judge, you think there'd be some some form of at least non-bias and stuff. Anytime Democrats, anytime Republicans do anything, at least with this Trump, he act like he don't say a goddamn thing, bro. That shit's hilarious. That shit's wild. Uh, you want to jump into hip-hop? Um, yeah, was that the only thing we had for... for no, po- I guess politics, um, this, uh, the new California law is uh, considered really politics. Yeah, the, 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 that's what it was. I put that in there. California is about in the middle of passing a new law that's going to make where um, all hotels um, report their their vacancies vacancies by 2 p.m. that day. And whatever it is, they'll be required to take in homeless people instead. You know, they'll get vouchers and take in homeless people. But I'm like, uh, motherfuckers, he's not gonna report it, or I don't see how that shit's gonna work. Though. I mean, there's a like, bro. If I if I if I book a room in a hotel, and then you have a vacancy next door to me, and you fucking putting homeless people in that shit, bro, that brings down the value of my stay. What do you mean? If I want to go live next to homeless people for a day, I could just go fucking live in the street. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, that's how I can see. I don't see how I'm paying if I'm at a resort. Here's the thing. If I'm at a resort, this is the situation I'm like, I don't care if another person get it free. But I'm not going to be, you know, I'd be out here frequenting these resorts in Orlando and all that. If I'm at a JW or Ritz Carlton, I'm dropping $300, $600 a night with the family on vacay. I can't, I mean, it, the ambiance got to be the same. You know, I'm out here with other family folks, maybe rich folks and shit. Can't be a motherfucker with with, with plastic bags for shoes on, <laughs> chilling next to me. I'm paying six hundred dollars. Like that, that's a no go. Exactly, bro. That's what I'm <laughs> telling you. The value of my stay has to decrease, bro. Yeah, I'm a. I'm a still stay in this bitch. Y'all gonna have to take off at least five hundred off the six hundred dollars a night. This is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, bro. I, I don't see that. California be on some bullshit. It's California, so they be on some bullshit. I can't say they won't do it, but exactly, but it's California, so you can't say they won't do it, because these motherfuckers be wilding. It's like, I understand being pro-people and all that, but I like, but to what extent, dude? When do you start separating people from businesses? You know, these businesses belong to a person. 
Mm-hmm. How do you fuck do I come up and create a business and you go pass some rule like this telling me who I have to take in? Yeah, when you guys not- didn't build the apartment, you guys could have built apartments and houses. Y'all passed laws that made it where no more beachfront, no more high rises, so y'all could have your sky view. Now y'all got super high housing and y'all think my business was to take up for it? What type of bullshit is that? Yeah, California on that fuck shit. <laughs> that shit is wild to be like, bro, I don't know, man. Like, California... It, it don't make no goddamn sense. I think I put it on Twitter. I think California is a liberal wasteland where there's no bad ideas. <laughs> um, you know, it's crazy. You know, like they do people. California, you know, has a place that uh, the vice president comes from. Only in places like that can, you know, any idea could fly. Like she, they looked at her as a reformer for giving people opposite stuff or, and then sentencing and stuff like that. And sometimes, but that's why any liberal idea can, you can try it in California. I believe they got like a, a city or two where they're actually giving out reparations. So any plan that you want to try, you can try that because there's enough people there, but that shit will not work on a 50-state scale. Yeah, the, I don't think the government should be able to um, to dictate what a business is supposed to do. Like, nigga, this, wild. I, I pulled this shit from the mud, how they say it. Yeah. And no, you telling me true. I got to do this and this for what's name? Nigga, I didn't build this business... To help, I didn't build this business for a humanitarian act. I built this shit for profit. And then all they're gonna start doing is having whole wings dictated to what's name. So they're gonna have to have, let's say, the A wing and B wing be the luxury wing, and then the, the C wing be the last one that don't fill up. Then, then they'll give that out to homeless. Then I don't know how you do it, dog. Well, you put the homeless people at the top so people don't see them in the in the floor level. I don't you know, gotta put the homeless folks in the penthouse. You just gotta put them in there and lock the doors. <laughs> turn off the elevator. <laughs> that shit's gonna turn a fucking. That shit's just gonna be a prison. It's uh, gonna be a trap, dog. Uh, but they'll they'll correct that shit once once they see all this shit. Because you know a lot of shit gonna be missing. A lot of crimes gonna happen. So they'll they'll cut that shit out. Hmm. Okay. What else we got in uh, politics? Is that it? I believe that's it. You know, I don't. I don't tune in the politics. I think Texas just reported its first chicken. Um, um what's name? Pox death. Monkey pox. Monkey pox death. Yeah. I didn't know that shit could kill you. Uh, you know what? Enough blisters and your body's sore. You know what I'm saying? Especially because of the type of people that that tend to attract it a lot. Of, Recently, has been gay man. Who knows what kind of stuff they have? I was reading an article where a guy found out he had COVID. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You got, you can't just you can't just skim through that like that, bro. You just said some real homophobic type shit. Bro. What did I said I was homophobic, bro. You said it, you said you we don't know what kind of shit them people have. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. I mean, Bruh. I don't know if I said that. That's wilding, That's bro. Wilding. You wilding. Maybe I'm wild. I didn't mean them people by that. I mean. In the sense, like, I mean, the person who died. I don't know what kind of said that person who died had on top okay. of that. I don't know if it was enough. Yeah. But there was a guy was reading an article where a guy found out he had COVID, smallpox, and HIV all on the same day. Damn. <laughs> uh, yeah, what a hell of a morning. That's a, yeah, that's a tough day. Yeah. Uh, uh, he he would have had to check out. He would have had to say something about mental health. <laughs> that day, you give it to him, you let, him, you let that one slide. <laughs> Uh, that shit's crazy. What else we have? 
In politics, I don't think we got nothing else in politics. We could jump into um You wanna do pop culture or hip hop? We can go to um let me see, let's search the pop culture should be a light week, isn't that what we have in pop culture? No kind of yeah, this is pretty good. You see Nigeria becomes the first country to ban white and British models. They said they have 225 million beautiful black folks there. They'll, they'll start doing advertisements of that. They don't need any other races in their ads and their magazines or anything. Mm, that's... What do you think about that? Uh, you know, I, I love black people, so I don't have a problem with it, but, you know. It's dope. It's dope. I mean, what, what choice do we have? Here's what I always say classism plays a role as well. It's like people just have black pride or white pride. Or the, the only reason, what choice do you have to have pride in something you played no role in? You're uh, just born in. You're saying you have no choice but to have black pride. You're black. Yeah, that's what you would think, but motherfuckers don't have black pride. Yeah, but that's because they have... I, I understand having no shame in it but i don't see the reason to have pride in it it's just there it's cool i guess to say i'm not ashamed of it is one thing but i don't i don't the whole pride thing even with heritage and all that stuff all that should have just meant as a way of making your class feel better than the other it's all one thing i don't is there religious pride yeah niggas niggas is proud to be christians and proud to be jewish and proud to be muslim but those are the usually religious religious ones. Other folks that are Christian are like, yeah, I'm Christian, but then it's not something you're ashamed of. You just like, yeah, this is what I am, and that's what you are. How come I don't understand how outside of the zealots, it's not something that with someone that it's a pride thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm Christian, but it's not something like you're saying you're flat on it's one of those things. So why is it like that with race? I would say religion is higher than race. I mean, religion. When it comes is to a pride uh, aspect. Okay, true, but us people that we look at those people that be beefing about religion, we look at like, these motherfuckers is wild. They're taking this shit a little too deep, right? We but do. That's because yeah, we're not religious. The, but it's the same thing with race. I'm getting to that point with race. Where I'm looking at like that. I'm like, listen, man, it's really classism at the top because race they got us feeling prideful or one way or the other when. Really, what choice would you have to be being? You ain't do nothing for it. You're no more pride, just like the red, the dirty red victim of culture and this, that, and that. Like you were just born here, you ain't do nothing. You, you ain't play no role in it. You know, I don't know. It's a crazy thing. That's a good way to look at it, but um, that's how I've been looking at it lately. Maybe I feel like that's a lie. Yeah, because you didn't, you don't really do nothing to be black or be white. You don't do a goddamn thing. Just be born. And that's it. And you're circle, and you're supposed to be celebrated or what's that for some shit you had to ask the fucking nothing to do it. <laughs> that's, that's the shit is that's the shit that's wild. It's if everyone else wasn't playing ball to the shit, it didn't have it has no equivalent. Yeah, you but know? I don't think I don't think the world is gonna be uh uh vibrating at that frequency like that to understand that concept. I think a lot of the world is in America. We don't understand different systems have different stuff. So systems that have majority black, like they probably racism probably ain't playing a thing into their system as much. So they have they still have classism. All the things that's why I feel like classism is the highest one. All the structures have classism. So I feel like at the very least, ours has been integrated with racism, so we can't see it 
without racism. You know what I'm saying? We can't, we feel like every system's got to have it somewhere. We don't really, even when I tell you a place is all black in your head, you probably think, yeah, but there's probably colorism or there's something that we think that racism has affected every aspect in the world. And that's only because we're in America. There's probably places racism didn't even touch, but we can't even fathom that. Though. Mm-hmm. In America, I'd be like, nah, that bitch has been everywhere. Though. Racism touched every aspect, everything. I But there's some places that motherfuckers, are, I don't know, I feel like maybe they haven't been colored or anything. There's not something they even factor in. Especially how homogenous places that are all black or all white. Yeah, those places, I don't think racism is a big key, but. If, I mean, I don't even think they factor into it. Like, we're like, oh, let me look out for this black guy or, oh, let me be afraid of this black guy. I don't think they're exposed to it enough to already have a an auto preset like how we have over here. Like, white folks here might not deal with black folks, but by default through TV, through tradition, they have a kind of a fear of it or distrusting of it. You know what I'm saying? They've yeah. been through this society. But I feel other societies, like, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's crazy. When you have actual classism. We don't really feel classism in America. There's the hood. You don't feel classism because you're in the middle class. That's what it is. You get the rub against both ends. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't feel it in the middle class, but if you're if you're in prov- under the poverty line, you're gonna feel it. And if you're super wealthy, you're gonna you're gonna look down on all the others. And, yeah. You're gonna be like, get these niggas from around me. <laughs> exactly. So. You'll be like, oh, Being in the middle that? class, you don't feel classism, but uh, I guess the only person that really feel classism is the bottom. Because the, the rich folks don't feel classism because they're on top. They might feel it amongst each other because there's different tiers. It's like classes within classes. You know what I'm saying? There might be rich folks that they only respect old money. I guess. There's, bro, there's so much shit in America because you got classism, then you got you got a classism when it comes to education. You got, bro, shit is yeah. crazy. There's education, there's occupation, there's depending how old you got your money, there's the which there's way ageism, there's a whole bunch of isms in America. Yeah. It is just layered upon layers upon layers, it's just different ways. Oh no, it's crazy. How do we even get to that one? Oh, uh, the Nigerians banning white and British. Yeah, I felt like it's a good move for Nigeria or any African nation, but they do have white people in their thing, though. Like, so how are you going to pull that off? I, I understand making majority of things black and stuff, but at least they got to, you got to show your minorities just like everywhere else, right? You got to show. <laughs> fuck the minorities. That's what they say in America. And America is fuck the minorities, right? <laughs> yeah, that's so true. But it's just wild. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, in pop culture, we got this new concept of the soft era, which oh, I, I really it. don't understand yet. But the soft era is what these girls that have been acting wilding and cursing niggas out, acting like these dudes. You know, they finally said, "You know, I decided to be soft now and say yes, babe, no, babe, just calm down, not bark off." I'm saying, and you know what? He just hear like he's like, "Why ain't tell me this? This nigga just give me everything. It's just a lot easier." You know, my little, they're making it seem like it's a stage. You know, they like said the whole era, you know, they the whole stage. Mm-hmm. Like, now I'm in the soft era. But really, it's just they're in that tired of rejection. No fucking selling them. Is that they come to terms with, you know, let me They're tired of that hardship. They're tired of the hardship. 
I remember someone putting on Twitter a couple months ago, they said the way the rent's going, it's looking very... Um, relationship is? Very relationship-like, the way rent's going. <laughs> a lot of people got to go with their software on. That's what it's going to do, this rent. <laughs> this rent going to make people get right. So the soft era is women being more feminine. Women, yeah, more soft. What I'm saying, uh, to think of someone need to take a big patch of that soft air and just dump it in New York water. You know how the women in New York is. You know what I'm saying? You know how the <laughs> yeah, w- w- New York women is completely different, bro. Yeah, you know how it is. So, so it's like um, I remember someone jokes that New York women don't get married to um, Rough Riders anthem. <laughs> Like that, so, you know, it's like places that women are a bit more tough and more brolic, more known. That's what they're trying to say. But now they're gonna, you know, talk right, talk. What I'm saying, be ladylike. The soft air is coming. We'll see how long this lasts. It ain't gonna last too long. Which one, the soft air? Maybe soft it air. might be a split. It might be a split because they're calling these girls that been saying that it's easier to attract more flies with honey than it is vinegar. The girls that they're calling me, um, the pick me girls. Now they're like, you know, they pick me girls like this. Is what we've been telling you, you ain't got to be all aggressive and rough and this, that, and the third. You're like, shit's cool. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Just be acting like lady and motherfuckers going to fold. They're like, damn, what do you know? And yeah, the software is going to put it into the passport, bros. What do you mean? It's going to make them... That's what the passport bros wanted. They wanted the women... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's going to put it into the passport bros. Yeah, we'll finally have balance. That's cool. Let those that belong together be together. Niggas shouldn't... Here's what I don't understand. In balance, the way people... The people that want it to be about money... Oh, here's a hot take. Here's a hot take. As we're... As more women tend to be about more money, as they tend to be more about capitalism... Mm-hmm. Is capitalism in itself a, a, a patriarch? You know what I'm saying? Explain that. Because th- those who got the most are men, right? And they realize the leverage comes from having the most money. Making even women worry about more money. Does the guys that have the most money? They love it like that because it still works in their favor. Because women don't date down; they only date up or lateral. You know what I'm saying? So okay. the niggas without money, they're out of the game. Now you guys with money have even more more pickings to your option. You know what I'm saying? The guys at the top, the guys that have the people that are hoarding to have no finance, they love it that more people get geared towards finance because they already have the bulk of it. Okay. And it's less competition for them. As it go, as these women standards get higher, there's only a few to get to pick on. That the pickings all become different. They become the the you know what I'm saying. They become the, the, the slim pickings at all the events. But it's always been like that. Yeah, so it's no different. So these guys that are doing passport bros, the countries they're going to. They're the big dog. They hate the passport bros. They probably they can't stand y'all niggas coming through here. Okay, I get it. Yeah, y'all coming through here taking all these bras. We didn't see this happen before. Think of when we were like in middle school and all the high school niggas coming to take all our, our, our middle school girls. We used to be like, man, these niggas lame as fuck. These niggas are coming and trying to take high school bitches from us. You know what I'm saying? And, and they got to the point where we got to high school. Some of these boys that either dropped out or been out of school, they were coming back and still trying to take the high school girls from us. But it's one of those things. People trying to back driving. You know, it, they get all the pickings. You know what I'm saying? The girls don't know any better. I guess. 
it's the same way. So the guys going, passport bros going to other countries, you know, they're going out there, that strong American dollar. They copping everything up. So what else do we have? Uh, let's see. Pop culture. Did you hear uh, Vivica Fox complaining about how Nick Cannon is having so many uh, kids and how she don't like it? Um, Vivica ain't got no damn kids, so she. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, so I was like, Nick, I was like, bitch, you mad because you don't have no kids? Nick doing what you felt that for humanity. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> Nick picking up the slack for you because you didn't reproduce. Exactly, what you want? You ain't got no damn kids. Nick got to Nick got to pick up the slack. He doing what he's supposed to. do. <laughs> uh, that shit's wild. So, yeah, I don't feel bad. I mean, people feel bad when Nick Cannon. Like, man, the man got it. He's rich. It's all consensual. Let him. That's the thing. Like, um, that's another thing. Like, people say um, just because he have money doesn't mean the kids are going to be what's name and all this nonsense. I'm like, but for some, for like, for someone with an empire like Nick Cannon, no matter if you have one or two kids, you still not going to have enough time. Exactly. You're not gonna have enough time because nigga, you got you're you're the super busy dude to accumulate that wealth and generation wealth. You're not gonna have time for that kid anyway. So what does yeah, it matter if your kids are spread across a fucking America? You're not gonna have that time anyway. Them yeah, kids people, not gonna see you anyway. People don't realize Nick Cannon isn't the guy that's a celebrity because he's the funniest guy, the coolest guy he's the guy that's the super paid because he's the hardest working guy he's the guy that's gonna do a hosting gig then put together another tv show then executive produce another show so he's able to hang around these multi multi rich folks off the muscle mm-hmm. it ain't some super great talent that gets him to cut in front of a line that gets him there you know what i'm saying it's the fact that he's he's that type of dude he put up he put up all he puts his money up he starts his shows and gets together and you know he tries different stuff. He's tried being manager, this that a third, and he's like a real life seeing someone. Imagine like a, a struggle rapper, but that's wealthy. He's like a real life struggle rapper, but who's wealthy? Who never have to call? He don't have to call it quits when the album doesn't sell. He don't have to when the CD doesn't sell or the label doesn't pop off. He doesn't have to call it quits because he still has this show, another hosting gig here, another hosting. It was that Nick's a guy that he tries plenty of ventures that don't work as well, and he still he's successful enough. The life that he lives. He, it's financed by all these endeavors. Yeah, so he's not going to have time for the kids regardless and, you know, through vacations and all that stuff. But like I said, he's he's working hard. He's leaving behind a legacy. It's crazy. What else we got in pop culture? You have your uh, your boy, Ari Spears, uh, gives his take on Lizzo. Did you, uh, did you actually hear it? Yeah, I seen it. Ari Spears is a wild boy, you know. Ari Spears, um, he basically said how women are. Um, Let me. I can play it. Let me play it so the listeners can actually hear what he said. Because I don't know if everybody heard what he said. Uh, let me play it real quick. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Let me know if you can hear it as well. Yo, you know somebody that actually made good music, man, Lizzo. Lizzo? Yeah, bro. Have you heard her shit, yo? Like, as a songwriter, yo. I, I can't get past the fact that she looks like the shit emoji. 
Yo. Very beautiful girl. She got a very pretty face. But she keeps showing her body off, nigga. Like, come on, man. Come on, yo. I'm sorry. Listen, I ain't the most in shape nigga in the world. But I still, you know, when you funny and you got swagger and confidence and, and you decent looking, I think I'm at least handsome, you get pussy. But a woman that's built like a plate of mashed potatoes is in trouble. Oh, shit. That boy's a wild boy. <laughs> yeah, that nigga was wilding on that one. But nonetheless, I, I, I kind of agree. Like, uh, all this body positivity shit, like, come on. <laughs> I mean, it's not a, um, there's a sisterhood. He's talking about women having a false dichotomy with them talking about sisterhood, but how come, how true is sisterhood before you start telling people, come on, sis, put down the cheeseburger. Come on, sis. But, you know, I feel like fat people is the only people, motherfuckers feel like they, they can still get away with just criticizing and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's like you see a person in a wheelchair and be like, come on, bro. Let's just do a couple more days of rehab. You can get out of rehab. You, you, you can make it out. Or a person coughing, you'll be like, come on, man. Push that shit out. How the, who are you? Just put, invoke your right on medical treatment on someone. Not sure. every fat person is dealing with medical conditions. But that's the assumption that he's having. Because like, he, like, he, like, he, like, he said he can't even get to her music because he can't get past the fact that she looks like a shit emoji. Her body shit like shit on me. And even said her face is pretty. So fat people are like the very folks that people motherfuckers do love making fun of like it's nothing or it don't mean anything. And, and I like, there's some big people that are healthy. Like in the NFL, they got some big motherfuckers that are big, but you know, these motherfuckers still active. They still run their yards. You know what I'm saying? A lot of big motherfuckers saying they got them. But for the most part, big motherfuckers probably got health conditions. Yeah, that's not, that's like not that. the norm. Yeah, exactly. The norm is big motherfuckers got health conditions, right? Yeah, like <laughs> that is the norm. So is he saying it from a good place? But I was like, because there's all sorts of other shit that we could be attacking. It's like obesity is America's probably number one issue. Um, I think we got heart disease, obesity. You know what I'm saying? We got a couple of shit we could be tackling. I'm just saying, why do people just go to fat as the as the thing that they just feel like it's okay to just express. You know what I'm saying? I always thought Lizzo was like music decent and dope. You know, she she's like the female version of of, of what's the nigga Versace on the floor? Versace on the floor. Yeah, man. The the Hawaiian nigga, um, uh, Bruno Mars. Oh, okay. In the sense that she does like 70s or 80s bop music. In this era, she's doing old school music in a new era, and they get a ripped and raved for it, just like how he gets, you know, just like how he gets it. She's doing like disco music in modern era, so people are acting like they never heard it, they love it. It's shit that's been done before, but she's doing one that's doing it. I never got so into she, Lizzo's music nor Bruno yeah, Mars. So, well, Bruno Mars got a bunch. Bruno Mars still making swing, swing music like early boys to men type music. That's why he's loved so much. He does that type of era of music. But um, yeah, Lizzo's doing like at least her new shit on like old school disco type. She's talented, granted. It do be sometimes she be out here with the, the clothes that's like the most, doing the most. But hey, if she feel good about it, you know, why, why not? I can't tell her. I can't tell her why not. I feel that she has more stuff that look more appealing. 
You know what I'm saying? That was more flat about flatter her, her, her size, but I, it's it's a wild thing, man. But is it, it is it women lying to women saying Lizzo? Women lie to women all the time. Because like a, a lot of women will tell you Lizzo is sexy, and they they know they're lying. Oh, of course, You know, women lie to women because what happened is when the, even when the beauty standards changed in the magazine, not even the beauty standards, when they went to go all right. So, for example, this is the American standard of beauty when they went and got the skinny white girl, this that super tall supermodel. This hard to find, but these are supermodels. When they got tired of looking for that, saying, "Are oh, we looking for?" That? They went to go find the blackest of black girl with short hair, facial feature look a little different, and turn her into a supermodel to show the two dichotomies about, "Oh, this is beautiful." And people had to say both are beautiful because who's going to say the black one isn't beautiful? Even though there was plenty of regular looking black friends, but they wanted to find the opposite, complete opposite, and still consider her beautiful. You know what I'm saying? I guess. Um, so, but they do that with modeling, but then they, then you still have, I'm like, but yeah, I mean, you know, women, there's no such thing as ugly women, but you know, a guy's got to be ugly all day long. I think there's no ugly, there's no ugly women. No, there's no really no ugly women. You know what I'm saying? She got a good personality or this, that, that, that. There, there's ugly women or the bull dykes, I guess. <laughs> the one that don't try to be women. But the, the the women that are being women role, I guess there's no people don't don't really consider them no. They're just telling they're pretty or they're beautiful, so they don't get the cut get called up. Right? But it's the same equivalent, you know. A, a fat girl. Someone said this before. They said a a fat girl is the same equivalent. Okay, who would it be? A fat pretty girl, right? If she has enough confidence, I feel would just I feel like it would just, it, it, it would level it all out. That's all it'd be. Level it out to what? To any other girl, a skinny girl that with bad confidence. It, it, it what's the name? It all depends. If you're a big girl chaser, it should have no issue. But you know, society already have these parameters that kind of already have you seen scoping one way or the other. So I feel like confidence goes a long way. And but in the black community, who's the most confident? But the big girls. Is it a facade? Yeah, these big bitches is out of line. Some of them be out of line, but some of them confidence for good reason. Some of them carry themselves do right. You know what I'm saying? Some of them boss up, got their life together. That's what adversity do for you. You see, imagine if, if these, these 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 big girls were told you ain't got to do with that. You ain't got to what's name. You ain't got to level up. You can just take it. Just be you. When instead they go above and beyond. They dress in the flies, hair done, nails done. Taking care of their dudes or not, they do the extra above and beyond, and they win it. Big girls keep them, man. They keep. Uh, they keep I don't know man. if they keep them. Man. <laughs> they they keep sex. They keep sex, but they can keep a man. You know what I'm saying? Some niggas come out there just trying to get to care of, and after a while, the 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 the, the whole setup of the relationship change. Big girl calling the shot. She got herself a dude. She got a little candy piece. She don't win her life. I guess if and, you know some guys will come around for the foolishness and the benefits, and after a while, I'm like man, old girl really loves me, and just how guys are, guys are trying to smash up ass, but if you give anyone enough time, you could actually love. And you're like, oh shit, you know he actually do it. He's gonna he gonna he gonna shape up. There's plenty of guys that came in there for the man. Should take care of your boy. Yeah, you could you could grow to love anybody easily. Yeah, it's like no dogs. It's to- like dogs and cats. No difference than when a girl date an ugly guy, give him a shot. He make her laugh one sometimes. She date him a couple times after that. She fall in love. Same thing. Anyone could give him enough time, they can fall in love. So 
I don't automatically assume when I see a big girl with a guy that Kashi got him. Because I know that nigga, I'd be thinking that nigga probably came in for the score for the win or whatever, unless it's just type, because that's another thing. There are niggas that like big girls, we like to keep it on the cover, which that's an issue within itself. If you like big girls, you should be able to wear that shit with a, a badge. Let it be known. That's what that's the discriminatory behavior that's coming from. Because people we should, out here have to be we should make a badge for guys that like big girls. Just yeah, it should be something. Who knows? But yeah, he was he was a little he was what he said was not untrue. But it was like I said with the Kevin Samuel and what the way he's saying. He was like, does she weigh too much? Is that unfair? Is she doing too much? I'm like, yeah, she might be big, sure, but. Ain't no sure. Ain't no sure. It's a yes. Yes, she's big, but she's also a vegan. So maybe she might be all healthy. Yeah, that's what she says. Nah, that's what. But I hear they are fat vegans. I hear that. Yeah, we don't. We say they're vegan. Just because you're vegan doesn't mean you're healthy. But I see people that go to vegan and they're never fat no more. I don't know. Maybe I've seen plenty of big people that used to be big and said they went vegan. And they're not big no more. Why are vegan. these big vegans staying <laughs> big? Why they still big? You yeah. lie. <laughs> it could be. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they said, but like I said, but then there's also people that are vegans just because you're vegan doesn't mean you're healthy. So, but like fat's the only one that people see. They assume that your health is fucked up. You can be big and still be decent. Like I said, it's not the it's not the norm given, but it's just kind of crazy people see fat and just automatically assume unhealthy. Unhealthy. I mean, they push it the most. Your boy, the Bill Maher, he speaks on it every week. He's like, if we America wasn't so fat, he's like, COVID would have been a breeze. But we never want to speak on fat in America, so we want to treat it like it's not class. So we just keep ignoring and telling people to do everything else but tell them motherfuckers to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Even the fat was one of the biggest predispositions on there. But what are you going to do? We as a people's gotten this big can't them to turn it all off at once, though. It's, it's a tall order. Yeah. America is fat. Speaking of fat, you want to jump into hip-hop and talk about fat joke? Yeah, you can go ahead. I, I guess uh, fat Joe was... I guess he was... Well, I, I don't really understand this whole... What He was arguing about how Hispanics or Latinos and Blacks were like... The creators of hip hop was he getting backlash about Latinos being in hip hop or? Um, what happened was because the Ados, I gotta told you, the Ados Twitter is completely out of control, or the Black Twitter, just until the you know they try to say Tariq Nasheed has been trying to come around and try to say how, um, you know how they said that hip hop was created by a black and a, a it was a Jamaican and a Puerto Rican, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's created well. It was an island or a Puerto Rican, because that's how I remember I started, because the drums of hip-hop people, they're, they're originally trying to copy DJs. DJs started from Jamaican culture. Mm. You know, so the DJ, but nonetheless, um, the DJ, Cool Herc, and whoever the dude, so Puerto Rican cat and a Caribbean cat created. So he was just saying, oh, a black and a Puerto Rican started hip-hop 50-50 from the go. It wasn't really full 50-50, but you get what he was saying. So, you know, he brought up the Bronx. And they were talking about, oh, Fat Joe's the most anti-black person out there. Won't pay him any fucking mind. This other thing. He's trying to lie. I'm like, you know, niggas be, niggas, like I tell you, that's the issue. Niggas be trying to rewrite some shit, bro. Niggas take credit for everything. Niggas really be trying to tell me 
anything you can think of. Those are, there's, there's some, you go on the, the internet, there's niggas taking credit for it. It's gotten wild out here. This is like the rednecks. You know how the rednecks take credit for everything? This shit is really getting wild right here. I'm like, y'all niggas did everything. <laughs> it's getting real wild out here. So they want credit for hip hop. They want credit. And it's not, and the adults crowd, we're talking about, they want to be very specific that they're responsible for it. Like the black American aspect. They're talking about the, the Caribbean stuff. They got those, what they call us, the runaways. We need to contribute shit. Even though most, uh, the abolitionists and all them tend to be Caribbean right. mixed. You know what I'm saying? But they ain't trying to hear that. They're like, they feel like that's another part of the man's plan to lower their people. They keep uplifting other groups of blacks, which might very well be true. You know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know, they, but I always thought hip hop, because in college I did a whole, I did a whole presentation on the origins of hip hop and it was always, it was always Islanders and Puerto Ricans. It wasn't. It wasn't like a, an American thing. And Tariq Nasheed gave some breakdown about how he was already in the South at some point, some kind of rap style. Like, I, listen, like I tell you, all I know is when a motherfucker's losing, he makes he takes grasp at anything, and that's what I always feel when I'm hearing, when I'm seeing black folks online complaining and other black folks. I like these niggas fighting for the last spot. <laughs> And they lie and taking credits and talk, oh, my ancestors did this, that. What is your ancestors? They're like, oh, come on. Why does it fucking matter? We, y'all both niggas over here, bro. It don't make no sense what we taking credit for one thing or other, but they really trying to make it seem like this one was purposely taking credit for that, this, that, and the third. And, and, and it's always something niggas complaining about how we invented as if we have, like, there's a copyright to it. So what we invented? There's no cop, there's no money in it. There's no copyright for it. Anyone can invent something, but you don't, you, what's the, how did you monetize it? You just want the credit for, for saying you did it, not the money. I want the money. I don't need to know if I credit it. When they cut in the checks, they're not going to say, oh, but did you invent it, though? You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> I didn't understand the whole argument. That's why I even pay attention to this bullshit about Latinos and hip-hop and blacks who started this shit. That shit was, that shit was definitely started by both but it was not good enough. It was a mixture. Like it was like a mixture of the it's shit. It's not good enough because now the the, the the adults crowd wants it to be known that it's a black thing. They created it. All the other blacks copied from them. There's like a whole thing on that. The diaspora wars, they call them online. So the black Americans feel like all other blacks hate them the most. Which um, is probably true. Which is probably true. This is probably true. In America, probably true. when they come to America, when they come to America, they do. When it comes to but American that's, blacks. But that's America's fault though. That's America's fault for promoting them as the worst. It ain't like default. It's by misjudgment. But I don't think just hating the other group that's your own kind. Don't make any, I don't see how that make any sense. Hmm. I guess, I don't know. I guess to protect your own, you just got to look out for your own. I, I don't see why not welcoming or joining forces with the other group. But yeah, they see it as, as all the other groups don't like them the most. Um, and the immigrants are coming to take their job. That to me is the one that I hate hearing the most. Like, how the fuck is the immigrants taking your job? Y'all don't have any unions. Y'all don't run shit. How the fuck are they taking your job? And why would you even want that job? There's no, there's no specific job that's like designated for blacks, Americans. Exactly. So how? But 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 even if that's for sure but don't come tell me that the immigrants who are sharecroppers and working for free are the ones stealing your jobs that shouldn't be the job you want 
That's who those jobs are designated for. Immigrants and people that you pay under the table. You cannot be in America wanting that job and complaining that an immigrant's taking it from you. That's fighting for last place. You know what I'm saying? That, that to me is what blows my mind. I guess and last I, place is better than no place, bro. Fuck that. Have some self-pride, though. There's some shit I'm not, <laughs> some shit I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna be out in this bitch in modern era doing late slave labor. Mm-hmm. And then complain and talk about we built this country off the same shit. So <laughs> that don't make no sense. Yeah, I, I never understood the Atos shit. Or Ados, whatever it's called. Fundamental blacks and shit. A bunch of nonsense. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, like I said, I guess it's pride thing, but there's nothing wrong with the, 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 them having the pride. But I'm saying it comes from a place of people that I feel like when they're losing so long, they grasp at different stuff to want, they aim for the win. They'll make up any history just to make anything fundamental. Who knows? All right, what else we got in hip hop? Uh, um, in hip hop, what do we have? We did the fat Joe. Oh, yeah, I seen this one with Joe Budden, um, pressing Adam 22. I saw a clip of it and I I think they're only pressing him because he's white, exactly. That shit blew my mind, like, because there's plenty of other platforms that do the same thing they're just black yeah so everybody profits off of black trauma oh uh, yeah i think he's bugging adam 22 because yeah because of that I was like it's kind of crazy it's like and then they gave them an example about how they bring other people out here we got real street beef and they do all the interviews they never bring up the stuff they want to get the notice and yeah that's all fine and dandy but the fans also want to know about the beef too it don't make no issue it's not our job. It's not their job to try to keep the guy out of beef. The guy got public beef. He's he's smoking on Oz packs on a record. You ask him, what's this about? He don't have to answer it, but it's what he's known for. Yeah, I think they were bugging and just nitpicking and shit. So I didn't really, I didn't really pay that Joe Button shit no mind. Yeah, that should be. Um... That should be wild. And I was seeing the, the, the one thing of like the, the Royce of 5 9 had an interview and he was speaking out him and Joe Budden left the the slaughterhouse. And even that had so much different legs on it. It was crazy. Wow, uh, uh, these old niggas always over and making things overly complicated. What else do we have? Uh, we have Atlanta DA makes a statement about um, rap lyrics being used in court and how these rappers, if they if they're gonna commit these crimes, don't be doing that shit in Atlanta. Get the fuck up out of Atlanta, which I don't have a problem with because I like Atlanta. Atlanta's a great great environment. But I, but if you're not doing dirt, I don't know, bro. Because I've never. We've been to Atlanta several times. We never getting into no bullshit or anything like that. We tourists. Yeah, but I hear it's worse now. I hear they breaking tourist cars and that, that, that shit is so common. Crimes rubbing the muck out there though. I don't know how bad the chop shop is, but niggas would be going out there leaving their windows down like on some LA shit. Atlanta's getting real bad, man. Yeah, I'm not bringing my Maybe purse. Maybe it's one of those plays. You know, sometimes some shit happens. 
when you're younger, like you ever been around and the vending machine was broken and you're able to take all the soda out of it whenever you get a chance? Of course, you gotta take that. Yeah, you gotta take that. It's just one of those things you have to. You had to be there to know when, it. You when opportunity it. shows itself, so maybe Atlanta's just a jackpot right now. And yeah, you gotta be ready to strike. Exactly. <laughs> So that's what could be happening right now. We don't see it from the outside going in, but Atlanta might be a, a, a piece of gold right now to some people. You do a couple plays in Atlanta, you come out this year rich. And, and it's not just the aspect of you can be a celebrity, an actor, and all that as well, but there's a lot of money around, a lot of Tom Foley, a lot of robbery, a lot of jet, a lot of crime could go on, and you could come out the other end. And it don't help that a lot of producers and the rappers, a lot of the Rich people in Atlanta are also former dope boys or criminals. Like they caught a break. It don't. It don't help that they have so many American stories over there. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas that do. It ain't. They got plenty of people that did it by the books that are square, but they also got a lot of people that were nigga. I was just a criminal yesterday. I changed my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> two good plays and the shit worked out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they got a lot of wealthy ones. Oh, look at. Look at um, QC and them. QC. I guess all the the popular artists that uh, come out of uh, Atlanta always come from the street, so. Yeah. You don't have a chance. There's not a chance the rapper coming out of Atlanta. Not only that, the rapper's coming from the street, but you got to imagine their label owners are usually guys that were also from the street at some point, and they're super rich. These guys are, that shit is nuts. So it don't help that, you know, some people think, you know, do you do a couple plays and, you know, you can pop off and be wealthy out here. So Shout, it, shout it, out to Atlanta. When's the next time we go in Atlanta, bro? Um, I don't know. It's been a minute. What was that something with? Bro, I think the last time we went to Atlanta was like fucking 2014, 15, New Year's. So it's I been at least eight years. I would have liked to go on, especially when they had the the, the, the Invest Fest with the, the boys that just had that this year, right? Or your leisure? I have no idea. All right, what else we have? As we're winding down. Let me see. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, no, the, not the second say that yet. Atlanta DA basically said that. These rappers and all that stuff. She do plan on using the lyrics in their in the in their songs. You know they can't do nothing about that. She's like, you know, if you didn't want to do that, don't come to Fulton County or don't come make no crimes down here. Because if you gonna rap about it, and then if you're gonna do the crime, be bold enough to rap about it. That shit is going to be used in court. You don't like it? Don't come to Fulton County. Don't come rapping all that stuff. It's basically like, hey, she cute. Let y'all know. Let y'all know. Don't come out here rapping. And she built that case up on you. I'm here. What it seems like a coincidence is like. I think one of the motherfuckers down there in Atlanta, they did, you know, they be breaking into celebrities' houses too. They, um, I think they broke into Mariah Carey's house, I believe. I don't know if they broke into her house or they was targeting her. It was targeting something like that. But after they broke into her house, the next day they swooped up like another 20, 20 people. Like, this is Mariah Carey. Y'all niggas got to chill out. Y'all got to chill out. They got to make an example. Bring those Ricos down quick. And ever since the thing been going on, I know I've been seeing Lil Baby doing all this community work. Is that I think I just seen a picture of him today with him and Stacey. Was it Stacey? Who's the lady I was running in Georgia? Stacey Abrams? Stacey. 
Little baby been on his good behavior, bro. Uh, he really pushing it. You know, he really, you know, he re- it must be hanging a recall over my boy's head. Nah, little baby, they got lock up ba- little baby after the bigger uh, picture, bro. Hey, niggas gotta go. Niggas nigga, gotta nigga go, made a whole anthem for the pandemic, bro. <laughs> Listen, man, people should have shaped up before that. Not a not examples we made. Cause that that bigger picture that that is the that is the time capsule for the pandemic. Oh yeah, you think so? Yeah, bro, that song is amazing, bro. <laughs> Yeah, so either way, they trying to what's name it. What else we have? Uh, I don't see much more uh, in hip hop or pop culture. Let's see, do we have anything else in hip hop? No, I don't see much, bro. Did we miss anything? I know we didn't miss anything else as far as um, we covered that on Breakfast Club. Sure. I'm saying I think that was it. So you got any recommendations for this week? Um, recommendation, Mozzie. I don't know if you listen to me signed up. Um, oh, no. Did you, did you listen to the... Uh... The DJ Khaled track with Jay Z, Lil Wayne, and uh, yeah, I did. At first, I was like, okay, Rick Ross killed it. I went back and I was like, hold on, Wayne killed it. And the first time I heard, it, I was like, oh, people just like Jay Z's verses, it's a long verse. But I went back and I heard, it, I'm like, oh, this shit is fucking fire. Yeah, Jay Z was spitting. You know what I'm saying? And it's the fact that we don't usually get a three minute Jay Z verse. Nigga just spitting, spitting, spitting. And to come find out that was still one take. They said it was one take. One take, though. Still one take over here. Yeah. So, fucking nigga was phenomenal. But that was a good-ass G- um, Wayne verse and a Ross verse as well. But that Jay-Z, they ain't no, no beating a three. That's a cheat code. They ain't no beating a three-minute. Yeah. And that nigga was talking shit on there. Told y'all, and, let y'all know he the GOAT. And all facts. So that's the, that's what makes Jay-Z's... That's why I enjoy Jay-Z's and, and Nas's rhymes even a bit more now, man. You get Motherfuckers really paid, really gaudy, like really living like that and getting the rap about it. You know, that's that's there's very few that's actually living like that. You know, that's the that's the Drake's, the Jay-Z's, the Nas's, you know, niggas that got the, the Kanye's, motherfuckers with different kind of money that's rapping and living like how they rapping like. You know what I'm saying? If Birdman actually knew how to rap, we'd get more of those type of bars. But <laughs> but the shit is fucking, yeah, that shit was phenomenal. The God did. Yeah, God did. DJ Khaled, yeah. God did. But the album, you know, I was trying to listen to Khaled album, but just like any last few Khaled albums, they don't have any cohesiveness. So I just bunch it's of just a whole bunch of songs stuck together, bro. It's not. Yeah, yeah. shit don't flow, though. Like, yeah, but what do you that. expect from a DJ? Uh, he's a DJ. He's not. He's just putting tracks together and putting them on an album. It's not like. Yeah, but his first a- album was in it used to go like that. It was like the DJ Khaled mixtape. So it didn't. They didn't just jump, jump. They made they had a flowness to it when his first Khaled albums came. You know, anthem and kind of go up and kind of ride crescendo out and kind of go down. Now these is just pop up on a lot of storm together and then that's it. Throw in as much drink as possible and hope you say wish for the best. You know, he had a track for my boy. He had a couple of 21 Savage tracks on there. You know, I fuck with anything 21 Savage rock on there. 
But my 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 new favorite that he rocking with, he had um, what's his name, man? This is buddy I like. Not Twenty One Savage. Niggas from um, the one of these young niggas, man. Well, I can't. Why can't I remember this dude's name? Uh, On the Khaled album. Yeah, it is Nardo. Yeah, Nardo Wick. I don't even know who that is. I mean, he got a song "Who Wants Smoke with Me." Yeah, I don't know who that is. Well, I gotta put you on some Nardo Wick. If you like Twenty One, you'll fuck with Nardo. Yeah, I'll fuck with Twenty One like that, bro. Oh, Twenty One on point, man. You can't be sleep out here doing Twenty One. Um, but that's about it. You got anything else? Uh, that was no. What was your recommendation? You didn't give your recommendation. What was that? I said you didn't give your recommendation. Oh, I did. I thought I did the Mozzie album. Okay, Mozzie album. Mozzie album. It's called Survivor's Guilt. It's fucking fire. It's it's on point. I remember hearing about this dude to see a sign to um. Khaled, not Khaled, but Rick Ross at one point. Like I said, they never came out. These are just artists that you'll hear every now and then them bubble up and fizzle down. Never hear the music with It's dope kind of finally hearing them. It's like a seasoned day. It's on point. Uh, let me see. What I caught this week that I liked was fucking, even though Mike Tyson is not in agreement with it, but the, the, oh, the I series, do watch that. The I series like on that. Mike Tyson on Hulu. I feel like- Exactly. I feel like he don't want to. He don't want to support it. But that shit looks good as fuck, bro. Yeah, that Damn. shit is. That shit is good. And this is a good ass portrayal of Mike Tyson. Though. I know he ain't fucking with it, but this shit looks raw. <laughs> yeah, that shit is good. I liked it, bro. It, I think the first two episodes released, and so then, good. but so far that shit is good. Uh, Even though they got the person playing Mike Tyson doesn't look like Mike Tyson. He kind of looked like him back then, though. At least in the ads that I'm seeing, maybe none of the skills and the in the skills he's kind of in the movie ones is kind of looking like. I don't know if it's going to go through. I like, damn, this reminds me like of a young Mike, nineteen year old Mike Tyson. Yeah, the, the, it's good. It's good acting. Everything on there is good. So I'd recommend that if you guys want to catch that. Two, two I, I think there's only two episodes are out right now, but. That's a good series to watch. It's it's very entertaining because you know Mike Tyson is an entertaining person. But if you if you see the whole life story and how he grew up and shit like that, what made him go into boxing, his whole story and shit like that, that shit is a very interesting story. Yeah, Mike's a different beast. But um, yeah, I think that's about it. The Mozzie album, and then um. Um, that's it. And that's, yeah, you still ain't on that. Oh, you ain't get on the, the Game of Thrones. So you definitely haven't watched the latest season of. There's a new Game of Thrones. Yeah, the spinoff, the prequel House of Dragons that's on now. Oh yeah. You might as well go ahead and get on Game of Thrones if you can watch this, or, or start watching House of Dragons. Any two of us is fine. I don't know about all that pimping. I had the one name running in the background the other day. What was it? I want to say it was BMF. I didn't even watch I only watched a few episodes of BMF. It was cool, but I was like the parts I seen the acting got like got a little rough, man. I'm like, man. See, like the acting and, and, and power was always good. So I gotta go back and like, I don't know, these are newcomers. 
Maybe I was just not checking out that. But I remember the first few episodes was decent, but I don't know how believable it is. You know, it's a period piece, too. It's a period piece, so... But, you know, it's not like Raising Canaan where the shit's already dope. You you caught on Raising Canaan already? I'm not caught up, but I watched a few episodes of that. But Raising Canaan had, like, actual good actors, not, like, newcomers. Yeah, that could be it. Exactly. That so, it. that's what it was. I think the scene I seen was when Homegirl, the rapper, was on there. The female rapper. Roxanne? Was it Roxanne? Um, Cash Dog. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Almost. Um, but that's about it. I guess you can sign us out. But, folks, you already know what to do. Hit us up on That's Absurd Pod on Instagram. That's Absurd Pod on Twitter. That's Absurd Podcast on Facebook. And you can always drop an email at That's Absurd at that's absurd podcast at gmail.com is that the right email <laughs> yeah that sounds about right and you know the voice line is always open you can always hit us up at 407-960-76 that number is 407-960-76 and we'll catch you guys next week maybe if Nate decides he wants to show up on yeah, time yeah, for the podcast uh, we'll yeah, catch you next week if, if not We'll catch you in about two weeks, whatever Nate's want to do, because you know Nate, <laughs> Nate is the reason we are not getting the content every week like y'all supposed to get it. But we'll catch you guys next week. We out. <laughs>